Up next on the Elevated Podcast. The difficulty of dating in the digital age as an emerging leader. This is an Android. This is an iPhone. Free bubble versus Google. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. I'm a green bubble guy. Oh my gosh, what kind of phone you got? Before I even ask a question, maybe you feel like you're living life and having those last, but your love life ain't necessarily catching on. And that's where the relationships break. If I'm coming in like you're going to make me a whole person, then you're going to keep finding yourself in these relationships that are failing because you haven't found you yet. Maybe you're handling business, dealing with ministry, and it comes to the area of the relationship. It seems to be a bit challenging. Whatever business you're doing, uh, get away from them land lovers. If you're a water walker, people who are not doing what you're doing might not understand. Have you ever ask, why is it so darn hard? Social media is messing with you and you can't get face to face. No one wants to pick up the phone and actually have a conversation anymore. It's like, how many DMs can I be in? It matters. Oh, does it matter? Now, don't forget to like, subscribe, and make a financial commitment to support us on Patreon. The link is in the description. What's good, Elevation Nation? And welcome to the Elevated Podcast, where we empower leaders who are going after their it, their inner tugging, their passion, their compelling through personal development. I'm your host, Christian Johnson, joined with my beautiful wife, Lanisha. Hey, girl. Now, let's go. That we have somebody amazing, somebody powerful, somebody awesome that is with us. Listen, she is a mother of a king. Come on, somebody. She's a nurse. She is powerful. She's awesome. Listen, some of the flavor that y'all seen me with, on, I'm letting you know that she has worked with us through photo shoots. She's worked with us through our, our, our designs for our, our, our book covers and different things like that. She is an amazing voice, a prophetic voice, I would say as well. She's beautiful inside and out, powerful in all of her ways. Please, Elevation Nation, help me welcome Kay Speaks herself, Corlin Hunt. How you doing, sis? I'm good. How are you? Awesome. Good. And... We also have a brother of mine. Go ahead. <laughs> He's an entrepreneur. He's one of a kind, the type of brother you only meet in a lifetime. I'm talking about this dude is educated and is building a business empire that you might not know about, but you're going to experience it. I'm telling you, his perspective, his flag is beyond, is like none other. I'm telling you, I got what you hear. Listen, y'all, this is special to have these two here at this table on the Elevated Podcast. We got Nasir Gibbs, my brother. How you feeling? Man, that was a hell of an interesting. <laughs> Man. That's, What's up, bro? What's good? How y'all doing? <laughs> good, good. Look, we did it. We got there. We talking about this thing, all right? So let's get this thing going. I'm all relaxed. Got this stuff good. Gucci. So, uh, how you doing, love? I'm great. This is about to be fun. Why I'm you, excited. Why you say that? Because these two are fun. They're fun? <laughs> yeah. I don't think Elevation knows what, we're get, they, what they're getting. I don't think right they now. do either. 
But listen, we talk, we're going to talk about this thing. So like I said, if you're just joining us, uh, we're at a point in place where we're talking about the difficulty of dating in a digital age. As a matter of fact, before we get into this, it's a great time to like, share, um, and make sure that you blow those comments up with all types of insight and wisdom so that we're able to move forward. That is, if you haven't subscribed, then hit the subscribe button and participate with us as we move forward pertaining to this. All right, so let's get straight to it. Is that cool? Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. So. I'm going to throw it out there. We're going to figure out who's going to jump on this first. But from your perspective, is it hard for your generation to get in a serious, committed relationship with someone who compliments you? Nah, you can leave this one. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say the same thing. I was about to say the same exact thing. Okay, ask the, ask the question again. Sure. From your perspective. There you go. Is it hard for our generation to get in a serious relationship with somebody who compliments them? I'll say yes and no. That's a difficult question. Why? Uh, because it's hard to find someone who compliments you. But when you do, I think you'll know immediately. Now, the problem with that is. The problem is. The problem is. Mm -hmm. What is complimenting? that someone who's the same or someone who's different so i think it's depending on what you like okay what you want to um to piggyback off that i would say yes it definitely is um more difficult most likely because of the way dating is just set up in general um to find someone who compliments you, I feel like people consider that like a threat almost. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you come ready, this is your mindset, you say, this is what I'm looking for, X, Y, and Z. They may like the idea of it, but then when it's actually happening, then they're really not for it. You know what I mean? Like once they see how serious it is, how serious you really are, I think that's what throws people off and it just doesn't, just doesn't work, at least in my experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people ain't ready to do the work. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. a lot. It's a lot of work. And, you know, you guys have been married for a while. And I just wanted to say in the intro, <laughs> the intro, you brought us on. Yeah. You know, to talk about our difficulties. So we, I just want to put it out there that we are not damaged. No, not no. We are not that. No, 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 no. We're just experts because we're saying. Yes. And, and I mean, from from some of y'all's mouths, you know, y'all and some of y'all who watching, I know y'all watching. Y'all see this dating game ain't easy. No. So it's not it's not easy. So that's what I'm saying in this area. And for Lanisha and I, think about it. Like, it wasn't it was digital, but it wasn't like this. Yeah. I mean, we we got out. We spent time we've together. We done a whole lot since we. Yeah. We know slept in no DMs. Yeah. Yeah, y'all been out the game. So yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a different it's a different level. Some things I feel like. Like, um, that you don't get if you just texting and going back and forth that we would get like this. Yeah, it's made too easy. I think it's made too easy and it just kind of like, um, like, I don't know how to explain it. I feel like it's made too easy to like talk to people and it takes away the personal part of it. Like social media. Yeah. Like yeah. no one wants to pick up the phone and actually have a conversation anymore. It's like, how many DMs can I be in? Yeah. Mm -hmm. How many women or men can I talk to? And who's going to give me the most attention and the most time? And you know what I mean? Like, the the intentions sometimes just aren't pure. You know what I mean? And for me, like, I had to step away from it. So I'm not really on social media that much anymore. Like, I've deleted my apps. 
I know what I want. I know where I'm at. And I just don't have time to entertain games. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like social media and dating is just, it's, it's a game. And I'm not for that. Do you really <laughs> know what you're dating? If you're just going off profiles and stuff like that. No, because people can embellish their profile to give you whatever picture it is that they want you to have on them. You know? You can be whoever you want to be on social media. Yeah. Literally, you can be whoever you want to be. Like in high school, when I was in high school, we had Facebook. Yeah. Facebook in 2009, 10, 11 is nothing like Instagram in 2010. <laughs> no, no way. That's <laughs> Now, you know, I've never had social media as far as like, I've never had a Twitter or Instagram. I had Facebook back in the day when you had Topic. So for me, it was different. Like, mm -hmm. you had to be able to talk to people in real life. Yeah. I don't have to talk to them. Mm -hmm. yeah. Christian, you know about AI. So yeah. we can generate messages now, too. Yeah. This is true. Yeah. This is true. That's crazy. Yep. You know, it's I, scary. <laughs> it would really change the game? We'll change the game. Can I use a prop? Wait. You see this? This is an Android. This is an iPhone. Green bubble versus blue bubble. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. And I'm a green bubble guy. Green bubble guy. Yeah. When we had the group chat, I had to exactly. do it a different way. Because you now, I, I text someone with an iPhone for my green bubble. Oh, my gosh. What kind of phone you got? Before I even ask a question. Does it matter? Oh, does it matter? Does it matter? It's division. No, it, it is crazy. Really, it it is crazy. Matter, but it's just something that's been brought to the table, you know, it's like the Android versus iPhone battle. I mean, I get that, but I mean, like, dating? Oh, absolutely. Oh, I've never experienced that, so that's not nice. Oh, that's all nice. Oh, yeah. Give it to me. Trust me, I got proof. I don't want to see it. I don't see it. Oh, my goodness. Screenshots don't lie. Oh. So, is it over? Once they find out you're not on the iPhone? No, it's not over. For me, it's literally a screenshot, and I'm Right, it never fails. That's the next message. It never fails. <laughs> Social media, it, it really messed the game up because you can be whoever you want to be. Yeah. Whoever it is you want to be. And that's the one thing I love about you, Christian, because I see you on social media, see you in real life, it's the same person. Mm -hmm. Come on, you know we got the people around the corner from us. They're around the corner millionaires. You know what I'm saying? Corner millionaires. They're around the corner millionaires. They're running away, but they're millionaires. Right. Well, I mean, I'm thinking this thing through. Since this thing, because you guys are, like I said, emerging leaders, just like everybody that's watching this on the podcast, business, um, you know, creative aspect, your careers, like everything you're doing, it's you're busy. Like y'all, y'all are doing well in your businesses and in your careers and your life, right? That's dope. That's cool. I feel like our generation is super focused on getting the bag, um, education, and I'm pro. Like I look, get the bag. Trust me, get yeah. the bag. But when it comes to the area of relationships, that's a part of life. Like, so I'm getting to the point of like seeing and feeling like peeps don't even want to be married anymore. So let's 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 go there. Do we feel like this our generation uh, doesn't prioritize the area of marriage anymore, or they don't want to be married? Definitely, because so? yeah, because you don't have. The way it's set up now, you don't have to work as hard for it. You know what I mean? Like, it's right there at your hand. And if it's not according to your plan and it's made too difficult, it's too hard, it's easy to just go to the next thing. Mm. Nobody really wants, like Nazari said, nobody really wants to put the work in. Mm. And as soon as it gets difficult, who's next? Mm. FOMO. Fear of missing out. Yeah. yeah. 
So it's extremely easy to quit while you're down rather than to keep going. So I think our generation, I don't want to be too controversial. Right. We talking about our culture mm-hmm. as in our complexion. Mm-hmm. Historically, you know, marriage is not at the forefront. It's a reason that I'm 31. I've never been to a wedding. Mm-hmm. I lied. I've been to one wedding. I've been to one wedding. But I knew the bride and she was white, married a black guy. But as far as my friends, I've never been to a wedding with any of my friends. None of my friends are close to me. So I think it's a reason for that as well. Why is it not a desire? You said FOMO, right? You said yeah. you're missing out. Yeah. But I even wanted to, like, so it's just, it's not seen. It's not, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm different. We, we all know that, right? So we, we transparent, we real. I was young. I knew I had Eric ministry, ministry stuff that was on me, all that type of stuff. And I also like sex. So mm-hmm. I knew I was going to get married younger. That was my thought process. But mm-hmm. I think that for me, I'm like, all right, I want to get married. I'm not sure, not just males, like, or females, kind of like, yeah, I don't know. We just, we don't need to do that. I would say it's not really important anymore for, I don't want to say it's not important. It is important. And I think it's on the, on the, uh, it's not high on the priority list, I would say that. Because it's, you know, you got women that's probably my age or older that's traveling the world doing their thing. You have people that's working, focusing on their career before marriage. Mm -hmm. So then you you also have the statistics, like you guys are kind of beating the statistics. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, if you're a numbers person, the numbers aren't in our favor. Yeah. Yeah, I was just gonna say too, like going back to the digital world, um, people really get um, caught up in Hollywood, and you see all these different people who are like married, divorced, married, divorced, prefer relationships. You know what I mean? Like the J Lo's and the you know Rihanna. Like seriously, because this is all you see on the the yeah. list. And you, I will actually go to comments. Like I send y'all videos and stuff. I actually go to comments, and these women, particularly, are looking for the certain certain lifestyle idea of what they think a man should be bringing to the table which isn't realistic mm-hmm. like women think that a man should be taking them to this five-star restaurant the first day but really like why mm-hmm. why can't you go to Applebee's and chill you know <laughs> what I mean and really get to know the person before you just like invest and throw all of it in there yeah you know what I mean so I think people want to live this Hollywood life but really like but what's your life outside of like social media like can you even afford it? But you want someone else to afford it for you? You know yeah. what I mean? Like me what... personally, I was independent. You know what I mean? So like I know what I can and can't afford. But is it nice to be like pampered, go out on a nice date? Yes. But should that be the foundation of how our relationship is developed? No. Yeah, especially to piggyback off that. Well, my mom and my grandma always told me, don't do something in the beginning that you can't carry you up. Set yourself up. Yeah, that's part of the issue. You come in, you lead with the wallet, and now, you know, in the middle of a relationship, you ain't trying to lead with the wallet no more, and now it's issues. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's a whole other problem within itself. But then with the social media, it's all about what it looks like. Yeah. I'm not going to be on the other end of someone posting a picture of the food. Yeah. No, I want to be in this picture. 
I'll put my face in it. You see the hand, that's it. It's like, well, what are you doing? I know you didn't go there by yourself. No. <laughs> and you're not on that trip either by yourself. You know? Yeah. You ain't by I'm yourself. Like, why are you on these solo pictures? Somebody's behind that Taking camera. Taking the pictures. Yeah. 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 But I'm you want to head crazy. Come on. We ain't, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. We, we are not doing that. Well, I think it's interesting, right? Because, like, we're talking about, like, the generation now not really desiring marriage or, you know, putting it all. But then what's funny is, like, we talk to our teenagers who are 14, and they're like, I'm getting married when I'm 21. I'm getting married when I'm 22. So I wonder as well, like, is it what you are surrounded by? Definitely. Right. Because You're I mean, everybody knows us as the, the marriage people. Right. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that plays a big role in like who you're around, mm -hmm. your friend groups, your family, how you were raised, not technically if your parents were married growing up, but how they value mm -hmm. marriage. And so I think there's, is because there are people our age or y'all age, because y'all are a little bit younger. Um, <laughs> so I can't say our generation, but okay. I said a little bit. Oh, okay, okay. We still in the same generation though. We're all millennials. Yes. <laughs> um, but I think that that plays a big part in it, right? Mm -hmm. So being surrounded by different types of mindsets and people, but the social media thing is killing that. Yeah. Because what is difficult, what I hear from the teenage mindset, right, is they're looking at these lifestyles that Nas was talking about. And they're expecting that they will have this lifestyle mm -hmm. when they get that age. And I'm like, every 21-year-old don't have a condo, yeah. top floor condo, and their girlfriend lives with them, and they got right. a dog running around, and they driving these nice cars, like, that's the light that they're watching on YouTube or whatever they're watching. And so it's setting up this generation for these expectations that are not realistic. Like those people that are living that life are like a half a percent of the rest of the population. Mm -hmm. right. no, I think your boy specifically is a testament to them seeing you guys. Mm -hmm. like, one of my good friends, um, it's not far fetched that he's married with two kids now. Mm -hmm. He comes from a family where his mother and father were married. And he was one of two kids. So it's not automatic that you follow the same footpath mm -hmm. or, I guess, path that your parents uh, lead, but you have a better opportunity to see that. Just like it's not far fetched that most of my friends come from single mothers. So um, that's not something that they're seeing naturally and wanting to desire to be so if you see someone a 21 year old driving a nice car mm -hmm. as a 16 year old you might think that it's easy to do yeah so i think that plays a part in it yeah. i want to go back to the area of the desire of marriage or even a committed relation i'm not not, not just say marriage right but even committed relationship like i mean not this it's just you and that person from your perspective how much does hurt and disappointment play in that desire? A lot, but you go first. A lot. My short range. Yeah. Let's go deeper than that. You want me? I'll go. Yeah. Okay. I'll go. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm thinking. Yeah. So I think I think hurt plays a lot. I think a lot of 
relationships we own, you know, like trauma bonds, or we might uh, pass on certain things. Like, I might be paying for issues that I had nothing to do with from your previous relationship. Um, maybe your parents broke up, so now that's part of the reason you don't want to get married. Mm. Uh, you have a bunch of male friends as a woman, and all your male friends have girlfriends with girlfriends on the side, so now you like all dudes are like this. Mm -hmm. So I think the hurt plays a big factor in it, especially when you're not aware of it. Because when you're not aware of it, it's kind of hard to correct it, knowing it's half the battle. I know a lot about myself, and I still ain't correct. So imagine somebody who don't know what's going on. And I would say self-sabotage. You know what I mean? Um, I would say I'm guilty of it. I, I think I've done it. Um, you naturally will compare sometimes from previous relationships. And as soon as you see something that might be a pattern, you're labeling it. You know what I mean? And you're not giving that benefit of the doubt. And me naturally put the wall up and just move on to the next or just say to myself. So the process, and I feel like not repeating that cycle is really being okay with having time to yourself, mm-hmm. like healing and just kind of seeing like, who are you as a person? Because you don't want to, it's not that you have to have everything together before you go into a relationship. I believe in growing with a partner. Okay. Um, but I think a level of healing is necessary so that you're not carrying those wounds of like, oh, I'm going in with these expectations and these rules, and as soon as he does X, Y, and Z, then I'm just going to end it if it's not working out, mm-hmm. you know? And I think, I, you know, I've done that just because I wanted to protect myself so that the hurt wouldn't occur again. Mm-hmm. And me personally, like, I was, you know, I was married, you know, very early, 21 years old to my son's father, and I was still getting to know myself, and we came from two different, so like, two different backgrounds, you know what I mean? And I learned a lot from that. So for me now, I consider that like all the relationships and things I've experienced are not really supposed to be things that would consider me to be damaged. But now I've just gained more wisdom. I know how to move differently. I know exactly what it is that I want. What is it from this relationship that I do appreciate and I would like to continue to carry that through, Mm. you know? So what role did I play, first of all? What could I have done differently? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's not always like, just because someone might have had some fault, you played a part too. You mm-hmm. might have ignored it because you were hoping that that person would change for you and you thought you were, you know, good enough for you to be able to change that person. Yeah. And I think that was one of my problems. I thought I could fix people. I like to fix things. I'm a nurse, you know, like mm-hmm. fixing is, I'm good at that. And I discovered that you have to be okay with taking someone as they are. You know what I mean? And you can't have this expectation that, like, they're going to just change automatically for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Expectation. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we put false expectations on people, like, yeah. pretending to things that we're thinking it should be this. Look, we've been married 16 years, and that still hits, it hits us in that area. Like, mm-hmm. man, well, they should know. They should do this. They should do that. This is the thing that hits my heart. I don't even know. Where along the lines, like, do we just give up? We start giving up on things. Like, I think that our generation also, just like even jobs, think about it. Like, my parents, they retired four years, mm-hmm. 30-something years. We got resumes. And I'm not, it's not bad, 
because we are also a generation of go-getters. You know right. what I'm saying? So I'm not saying that it's bad, but I think that sometimes that mindset jumps into the relationship that mm -hmm. I'm not happy, I'm not pleased, I'm not this, I'm not that, so I'm just out. Yeah. And it's a balance within that, but let's talk a little bit about that because sometimes you need to get up out of there. Yeah. yeah. But then sometimes it's an area where you ain't even got really in there to really realize it. So let's talk a little bit of just about that area, that concept pertaining to that. When do we... When do, when do, how, how are you, how are you discerning like that? I need to give this thing up or I need to keep, keep going. Where does that tie? So I would say a woman's intuition for me, um, like you get that gut feeling and you're just constantly ignoring it, you know? Um, but instead of just saying a woman's intuition, I think it's having a discerning spirit. And I feel like that's where we need to be more connected to God. Okay. Um, so that we don't keep repeating those same patterns. Uh, I'm be honest. Um, not the best at knowing when to stop. Mm. So I know that about myself. Um, I still haven't figured out when to call it a quiz. Mm. And relationships, friendships, or life in general, still haven't figured that out. Because um, I would do anything for the people I care about. Yeah. It's kind of no limit to that when it should be a limit. Mm. In a lot of situations, I get caught with my pants down because I, you know, overextended myself in the situation. So I'm beyond. I don't know when to stop, but I know that's an issue now. So moving forward, you know, you taught me about a word five years ago, now six years ago. Yeah. Boundaries. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you want to jump up? Yes. No, I can't. Um, <laughs> no, so I was talking about like it being like a discerning thing and like just being sure of like what it is you're feeling. Is this is this fear that I'm basing this decision off of staying, not being alone? Or is it that this is really something from God? And like I said, I can be a fixer. So I did have that problem of sticking it out and you know, I'm such a loyal person as far as like protecting. I want to see someone do better. And once I start to invest, I want to see that investment at its at its peak. Yeah. Um, so then when you see all that you put in, you're like, well, if I walk away now, like they get to leave with X, Y, and Z. And like, what am I left with? You know, like, why is it I'm sitting here empty and it just seems like life in this like excelled for you and I'm just over here lost, you know? But I don't feel that is as much of a weakness for me right now because I've learned that it is important for me to like have those boundaries and to know when it's enough for me. Because if I if I get to a point where I feel like I'm then losing myself, yeah. If you feel like you're not yourself, then that's that should be the one thing that makes you feel like, okay, that's time to step away. Mm -hmm. Like I'm now just lost in this person. You know, like I feel like that's a <clears throat> that's a big flag to go off of and just say, this is enough. Because mm -hmm. In any relationship, um, you shouldn't be with someone who's there to dictate who you are and how you are. You should be making each other better. And if that person's always just trying to correct you or say that what you're doing is not enough and just like you just like you're never getting the mark, then yeah, it's time to it's time to move move on. Can I jump in? Sure. One second. The part where you said. Uh... Like you invested so much time. Mm -hmm. That's important. But I think that also brings us back. 
in the sense that you spent time investing in this person, let's say whatever it is, you were there while they were going to school, and now that they leave the relationship, they got the job that they was talking about. Mm -hmm. They're making the money that they said they were going to make. For me, I just figured, like, I had to be comfortable with it. Maybe I was just putting their life for a season Mm -hmm. and a reason. And that was okay. A couple people left with better credit scores. I'm gonna guarantee you that. They left with better credit scores. You told me they figured that figure stuff out. So um I don't know who told this to me, but it was a wise man. I hear from a lot of wise men. Wise men told me don't be her first good guy after the bad guy. Mm. I was a couple first good guy. So now in their next relationship, thank nuts. Set somebody up for something else, bro. You, I got a question for you, but better. <clears throat> no, I would say when. When do you hold on? When do you fold? So, oh, okay. Okay. so what, I, what I was gonna say is kind of connected to that because Nas that boundaries and knowing, knowing what those boundaries are before you go into a relationship. Like some people got these crazy lists that are just re- outrageous and ridiculous, right? You're never gonna find that person that hits every mark, but there are non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think those are the things that we have to already have in our mind made up. And like Portland said, like not putting yourself in a position where I'm going to fix this. Like, yes, a person can change and will change throughout the relationship. We change several times in the time we've been together right. um, individually, but it was never um, I'm changing him. He decided when change was necessary for him. I decided when change was necessary for me and it was the it was the trusting um each other through those processes. Some of us aren't patient enough. Um now I'm not saying deal with no foolishness, but some of us aren't patient enough with somebody's process of evolving and growing and learning themselves and and um getting to that point of saying okay this is who i am or this is who i desire to be i'm going to make these adjustments accordingly and you support them through that and not judge them for not always hitting the mark or or not always getting it right but i think another part to that is who do you have in your life that you trust enough to, to to tap you and say yo what's going on here like i'm seeing some things that as your brother, as your sister, as your friend, like I can't tell you what to do, but this doesn't seem like a balanced relationship, or this seems like you're being like they're taking advantage. Like, right. do you have those type of people in your life that you can trust and that can hold you accountable? Because yeah, you get sucked in. You get sucked in for various reasons, for whatever you know, whatever you've been through in the past may may cause you to. Just want to stick it out. For me, I like to get to a point. We were just talking about this. In anything that I'm doing, like, I need to see it through. I need to see it completed. And so sometimes, even in relationship, we might just be like, I got to see this through because of X, Y, and Z. I committed to this thing, and I'm going to stick it out. And they're they're treating me like trash. Who do you have that's like, yo, you're better than this. You're worth more than this. Like, and and not getting so prideful or in our ego that we're like, can't tell me, like, or or we choose to not share yeah. because we don't <laughs> want anybody to hold us accountable. Like, I think that that's a big part of helping us. We should have, I mean, period. 
every person needs somebody holding them accountable. Mm-hmm. Shameless plug. I have that crystal. Oh. <laughs> 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 there you go. Uh, <laughs> straight across. Straight across. <laughs> there you go. I'm going to have a bold statement. Maybe you can agree with this. But I, it's something that we've looked and coached uh, relationships by. But I really do believe that um, if you have a full commitment to one another and a full commitment to God, that any relationship will work out. Mm-hmm. I just it's just where where I'm sitting with those things. I think because of pain, because of trauma past, all those types of situations, and even fear of missing out all the things that you I think sometimes there's patterns that come up and we'd be like, Yeah, this look a little bit like that. Or I ain't gonna do this again. We talked about like intervals and different things like that, right? Mm-hmm. But if you have two, if you're fully committed to one another and fully committed to God, I think God will help work those situations out if we're in agreement with that area of that flow. Right. Like, far as opposites, like, we are different. Very different. And so, <laughs> but it is that area where I'm like, okay, like, I honor Lanisha's perspective. I don't always agree. I really, we disagree every single day. Like, yeah. we really do. But, there's something I'm like, all right, one, I'm going to jump off this before I get back to that. I do think, too, we skip past the friendship zone yeah. way too quickly. Yeah. That's my personal opinion as well, because Lanisha, that's my homie. It's my best friend when it comes to that. And then all the other stuff. So even when I'm frustrated, you would even know, you may even know if I'm frustrated, I'm like, I still got to talk to my best friend about this particular situation. So we can't even deal with that to that level as well. So anyway, it's just a lot of that stuff coming out there. And I'm just like, if we get back to a, a fully commit, like if we're in the area, like we're going to do this, we're fully committed to one another, we're fully committed to God, we're going to iron these things out and talk about what those things are. I think that with some coaching, some help and people around, like you really can walk through some of these situations. And things. Yeah. I'm just not sure if we are really real with ourselves or really know what we're really willing to commit to. Mm-hmm. So I don't think the commitment thing is just it. I think it's like, I'm not ready for that. Or I don't really want that. Or I'm afraid of what that might really look like. That's just my perspective. I think the last part, portion of what you said about you have to be committed. I think you have to be committed to yourself. Mm-hmm. So I think simple answer, I agree with your statement. Mm-hmm. You can disagree with me. No, I agree with your statement. Uh-huh. But to get to that statement yes. is difficult. Okay. What do you no, mean? It's extremely difficult. What do you mean? So that's like me telling you right now to uh, get to Paris without flying. Okay. And you have $500. Okay. You have limited resources. It's going to be extremely hard to get to that because I have to be willing. Before I'm committed to another, uh, anyone else, mm-hmm. I have to be willing to make the change. So if I'm not willing to make the change, respectfully, yeah. my partner or even God can't help me in that in that regard. I have to say I want to do this. Right. Yeah. So if we're two people and I'm saying I don't want to do it or I'm not there yet, mm-hmm. then I don't think we make it to your portion. Now, when we get to Paris. Mm-hmm. That's a different story. If we have two committed people, then yeah, we're going to go Eiffel Tower, take a nice cute picture in front. <laughs> Everything's good. Yeah. We're going to make this thing work. 
Yeah. But we got to get there, bro. I agree with We you. have to get there. But that comes, from my perspective, it comes from the area of the willingness. I made up my Yeah, you're not willing. You ain't fully committed then. If you're not coming from the area, like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm not sure if I'm going to be all the way in this thing or not. So do you think full commitment is based on the willingness for me to do something? What do you mean? Because well, if I'm understanding what you said, mm -hmm. I have to be committed. Or if I'm Make the decision to be committed. Make the decision to be committed. Mm -hmm. But I think, can those things be exclusive? Can I want to be committed but not want to put in the necessary work that you might think I need to put in at that sure, moment? You could want to, but I would question if you were committed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think that's like the person, I mean, we all have entrepreneurial thoughts and ideas and mindsets or whatever. Like that person who says they want the million-dollar business, but they don't want to do the million-dollar work. Right. Like, I want that. I mean, it. Who doesn't? Who doesn't want a million dollars extra coming in to their household? But what is that going to require? That's mm -hmm. the part I have to sit with. What is it going to take for me to actually build that, and not just build it, but maintain it? So, in relationship, yeah, I want the the trusting relationship, the the relationship where we are homies, we are best friends, we tell each other everything. There's there's no judgment. There's mm -hmm. like we can be ourselves. Like, I want that, but am I willing to do the work? That's what the commitment part is, the willingness to say, I'm going to be in there no matter how hard this gets or no matter how uncomfortable I get at times because we both, and I think a lot of it has to do with when you're talking about two people because a person can go in, one person can go in, like, I know exactly what I want. I'm willing to put the work in, but if the other person isn't, then that's where the problem comes in. But if we're not setting the expectation with that person up front, now I'm not saying go first date. Yo, I want to get married in a year. Like, yeah. that's a little scary. But being honest in the long term, like, these are the things that I want. This is where I am in life. And being mm -hmm. and being honest. No, it's not scary for you at all. <laughs> <laughs> but being honest about what where you are and what you desire. Like, I think that's that's the missing part. Like Christian said, people jump in so quick. They go from the DMs to this, like, either real, real deep, real fast, or real surface, and they're not going. Isn't There's no balance to what's happening. There's no middle ground where you can actually establish and understand each other and the desires and expectations you have before you're like, yeah, I'm all in. Yeah. I'm coming to you, Corey. Um, yeah, so I was going to say that in all of it, it's a choice. Um, I think with relationship, people make their decisions based off feelings, but feelings are temporary. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, If you are someone who's impulsive and you're just only making decisions off of how you're feeling at the moment, I don't feel like that's a stable mind. It's not a stable person. You know what I mean? Like everything Lanisha was describing was agape, right? Mm -hmm. You're loving, you're choosing to love past what you're naturally Feeling, yes, yeah. agape. Um, you're choosing to love past the natural feelings. You're choosing to love past their flaws. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Whatever their struggles are. And but I was going to go back to saying like with y'all too, is that you compliment each other. And what I mean by that is y'all have grown. I've seen it. You know, I've been in y'all lives for <laughs> this whole experience, and you guys aren't threatened by one another. You're not threatened by each other's successes and strengths. And I think that's important. And 
I feel like when you're able to say this is where that that person makes me better and I make them better, it it, it makes things so much easier. Where it's not a competition. We have fallen into the comparison trap though. Yeah. So, and I'll be just transparent within that because we do so much together. Mm-hmm. We both preach. We both are entrepreneurs. We mm-hmm. work together. If I'm in a meeting, I'm usually like as Lanisha and so forth and so on. So, I think more so me than Lanisha because Lanisha don't have a jealous bone in her body. That's not my testimony. But yeah. If do come. I'm looking like what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. Girl could be just in my face, and but he's gonna be like, he all right. <laughs> like it's just, it's just different for that situation. Yeah. <laughs> She's like that. Yeah. You created that okay. space for her to feel that confident, where she does not have to worry. You know what I mean? Like I feel like you've given her that safe space, and a lot of times that's not given in dating. Yeah, she don't listen. I, I listen. I witnessed our relationship, and you. Listen, Lanisha is the most beautiful, one of the most beautiful women that I know. I got other sisters and my mom, you know, I can't specify it to one person. But when you were talking to Lanisha, she is the only person in the room, in the world. You know what I mean? Like, I've witnessed it and that's that's what relationships should be. I used to always joke with you and be like, I want a Christian, okay? (laughs) Like, not a Christian being. That's not what I'm referring to. No, I want my (laughs) brother-in-law in a respectful way. Like, I I respect the pedestal you put her on. You know what I mean? Like, you really cherish and protect that. And that is hard to come by. Thank you. No, it's a blessing. It really is. It's to to witness that and to say, you know, uh, to, to witness Black love that's healthy. You guys could disagree, but it's healthy. You mm. know what I mean? Like that we need more of that. We need more of that. And listen, Mike's gonna come. Okay. Listen. <laughs> if I'm connected to y'all, it's coming. <laughs> Are we trying to slip in the elevated podcast DM strong from either one of these? Okay, don't be doing all that, y'all. Is she the battle of boys? He the battle of boys. Listen, I've been praying. I seen a bad meme or something like that. I ain't gonna do that. Somebody talking about they got their check. And they about to buy a car and do this. Oh my gosh. And they yes. have an income tax check. Did you say I sent you that yet? Yeah, I, I sent that too. Yeah, it was, that's, it was yeah. crazy. That's desperate. Um something I wanted to say, just to get y'all your input on this. I've said this in coaching and um and um I think it makes me think of just I think it will tie some of this stuff up. And that is if we are strangers and we're getting to know each other and we get into a vehicle. Mm-hmm. It's only for so long before you ask me where we're going. Right. You're not just going to be like, let's just ride. Why do people approach relationships in that way that they get in the vehicle, but they don't? I've asked so many times. Like I can save people a whole lot of time right. if we would just identify, we in the vehicle, where are we going? Right. So why is that not a discussion? People are afraid of scaring them off. You know what I mean? I I would think that would be my answer. That if I tell this person that these this is what I'm looking for, okay. that I'm going to scare them off. Okay. Now, to me, that's an answer. Prayers. You know, no me wasting time. If they do not want the same things as you, yeah. then take them to the next stop, and I'll get an Uber and, and go back home. You know what I mean? Like, there's no need in wait. I just wasting time is just my, my time is precious. Mm-hmm. I've discovered that, and yeah. um. Yeah, I just think we have to be more straightforward and just say, you know what? 
if this person is going to be my person, they're going to understand where I'm coming from. Mm -hmm. Even if they're not exactly where you are at that moment, if they can say, I respect your feelings and I will take that in consideration. And if you work with me here, like that's where the communication opens up. Lynn, I'm not there right now, but that is what I desire. And maybe you're going to be the person that helps me get there. Mm -hmm. You know, you can have timelines and boundaries with that. But if, you know, that that person hearing you, lets you know, like, okay, I'm not wasting my time completely. They at least hear me. And hearing someone is important. Yeah, you gave me that analogy. The real life a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. Conversation about that, and um, it makes sense on the surface. Mm -hmm. Saying it depends what season you're in. I think we should be able to be transparent, even if it's not what they want to hear. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's a quote it says, "I'm here for a good time, not a long time." Mm -hmm. If that's the case, then say that. Right, right. Then that way there isn't any. Uh, gray areas on where you are. So I think your analogy is great in the sense that it captures the overall point, but I think if people separated that I have to tell you up front, listen, I want to have six kids, I want to be married in the next six months, that's one thing. But if you're saying, listen, um, I'm not there right now. Got a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> me. I'm trying to figure this stuff out. Um, if you want to talk, we can. But if not, I respect that as well. That's okay to say. I think in this generation, it's tough for people to be honest. Now, I've learned that um, women respect honesty, even if it's not what they want to hear. Um, <laughs> now, I listen to a lot of music. Mm -hmm. The great Nipsey Hustle said she <laughs> great Nipsey said she told you no because you didn't ask her right. It's very simple. Yeah. So how you say it and tell her the truth will go a long way. That's good. Good. This has been good. I mean technically my my, my thing is telling me my time is up. Well I want to tell more questions. I'm done. I want to know what qualities you look for in a partner. So I want to y'all both to hit that one there. Um, and before we get out of here, I want to know if you guys can leave us with like a word of encouragement for those who are watching and listening. Because they cannot identify from your story. You know what I'm saying? So they may be in this room and like, look, I want marriage, or I'm not sure, or whatever the case may be. Like, you know, I love that y'all said, like, we're not damaged. And I please, anybody, like, yeah. that is not what we're saying. Even in the area of the title, just saying the season can be difficult, but leaving us with some, with, with uh, a word of encouragement pertaining to that, that would be dope too. So uh, first, what did I just say? What do you look for? Yep. Thank yeah. you. Um, I'll go first. So for me, definitely <laughs> someone who desires marriage. Okay. Um, I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. If I had a dollar for every time I heard that. <laughs> well, it's true though. It really is. Um, 
I
That's a difficult question. I'm going to try to find the words. I would just say uh, definitely a, a partner, a friend. I'm not the easiest person to deal with. And, um, and that's okay, too. So is that okay, Venusia? That I'm not easy to deal with? Yeah. I'm not easy to deal with. Ask Christian. Okay. So. <laughs> Oh, that wasn't a question for you. Blink, no, no, no. Blink, blink. Yeah, are you swayed? No, it's good. So I've been in this thing 15 years. I know how to get through this. Area. Just like saying, <laughs> still feel trapped. Right. <laughs> um, so I would say, yeah, a genuine partner, partner for sure, and uh, someone that's comfortable being themselves. Um, that's the one of the biggest things for me. I feel like I'm myself as much as I can be all the time. So whatever it is that you like to do, I think we should be able to support each other. And um, it's been situations where that wasn't the case. So if you want to go to the moon, I'm not about to tell you there's no way to get there. I'm gonna say, all right, let's go on Amazon to find an astronaut or aircraft. Going to move from Amazon. We're gonna do something. Where's they from? We're gonna figure it out. Sometimes it's not about the destination; it's about the journey. You yeah. might not ever get there. I have to be okay with that. But along the journey, you know, we're gonna learn lessons and grow together. So I would just say a genuine, authentic friendship um, and someone that is loyal. Uh, more so than, I don't want to get in trouble for saying this, but love. Uh, you need somebody that's loyal. Mm -hmm. I feel like you could love people and still do some crazy stuff. Wow. Um, wow. So that would be my answer. That's good. That's good. I love it. Um, and you guys did an amazing job. Like if y'all were nervous or not, you guys did an amazing job. Thank you. Amazing. Absolutely. You're and guys, as I should have said this earlier, but as we always say, it's mic drop moments. Listen, anytime you have heard something or you wrote something down, um, by all means, you know, um, fill it in the comment section because it's people who are not going to watch the whole entire episode. We hope that you do. But sure. there's some things that are in there. And then look, do some self -e 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 evaluation, self examination. Mm -hmm. And really hear your heart. If you're watching this and you are, or you're listening, you are single, and you're like, look, I'm hearing something from Corlin, from Alicia, from Naj, from, from myself, or whatever. And it's like, I desire it. It's like, no matter what your difficulty is, like, we're believing that this can be what you, what you're going to get. You can manifest this. That this is that time, this is that place that this can be your season. Um, and some of you guys got to do it a little delete praise. I learned from, uh, who is that? Ty Trippett. Where sometimes some of y'all just got to get rid of some numbers. And y'all and, and I love y'all. Y'all are amazing, but you keep going back to something and it's not it's not working. It hasn't worked, okay? It's God has been that's your God signed to you saying, Look, you went back so many times. You keep going back. And so that's why I can't bring you into something new. Look, we always say too, you can't just be in the house all the time either and you expecting that you gotta go out. You gotta date, you gotta do different things, you gotta be where those things are. And listen, y'all, I mean, whatever. But anyway. You're amazing. You're awesome. We're so grateful for you. And as a creative, as a, 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 a water walker, as we would say, you can get the book. It's a shameless plug to get the book. But uh, or even some of the relationship books that Lanisha and I have pertaining to take it off and different things that we have out there. We'll put in the, in the um, description, but make sure that you get those things and just be transparent with yourself and what and what God is doing in your heart and mind. So 
keep pushing, keep doing your thing, and uh, we're proud of you. We are super proud of you, Rover. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I'm not saying it's easy. We've seen you guys, you know, on a personal level, um, and you guys are knocking it out the park. Yeah. So super, super proud of you both. I typically ask people to share their social media handles and where they can follow you on social media. <laughs> I'm feeling like this might not necessarily be the conversation to go ahead and do that because I mean, these aren't deactivated. No, but I'm not going to get a response. But you know what I'm saying? So that's you, Nick Carlin. Nick Carlin said, No IG knocks. No IG knocks. Okay. If you want to find them, uh, you, uh, apparently you got to go through us to get to them. So if it's speaking engagements, if you try to do anything like that with them, listen, just hit us up and we know how to get them. Okay. Christian charge up, but he has a fee on top of People add the fee on top. All right. So I appreciate that. Y'all are amazing. I do want y'all to leave us with something. Something that we can use, as you would say. What would you say? Give me some news. Give me some news that I can use. All right. So give us some news we can use even throughout the week. Ladies first. Okay. Um, I'm going to lead with my famous saying mm -hmm. of be comfortable with where you are and know that you are enough through with the baggage with the pain with the fear over here you are enough with the pain the baggage the fear um do not compare yourselves to others your journey is your journey and give yourself that grace just take one day at a time and know that god's going to make everything work out in his timing you just have to trust Yeah, I would say uh, take some time to yourself, sit with yourself, really um, get to understand yourself. A lot of the things that we go through um, starts with us. We might be, we might have issues where we always look to the external uh, issues that might have caused the problem, but we should point thumbs before we point fingers. Um, so that's one thing I live by. I try to check myself before I check anyone. And then also, if you're with, and whatever business you're doing, whatever you have going on, uh, get away from them land lovers if you're a water walker. <laughs> the land lovers are the people who are not doing what you're doing, uh, might not understand what you're doing. You might have conversations and it's one-sided because they can't understand what you're going through. And I'm speaking to myself too right now. If those people don't align with what you're doing, you can still love them from a distance. Christian has taught me that. Loving from a distance, but I gotta keep going. I have to keep more moving. Um, we're on a path, and I hope everyone out there, whatever it is you're doing, keep doing it. Let's do outstanding numbers. Mm. Love it. I love it. Why don't you close us? <laughs> what do I typically say? <laughs> no pressure. Thank you guys for joining us. You got. You got. This is what happens when you put me in front of the camera. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us for another podcast episode, The Elevated Podcast. Thank you, Nas and Corlin, for joining us. And Thank your transparency you. and sharing with us. You guys Thank are you. amazing. Um, I have had fun sitting at the table. And we hope you guys will see us next week. Yep. Now, don't forget to like, subscribe, and make a financial commitment to support us on Patreon. The link is in the description.